0: Pride. Humans may call it either a vice or virtue, depending on the context. It can build self-worth, or it can make someone fault to egotism. Humans have a tendency to be the duelist sort, but for my people, pride is not merely a trait of the Digbalang, it is the center of our nature. For our nature is as wild as an untamed stallion that roams vast plains. And in our pride, we know that there is no greater accomplishment than to be ourselves. The balang, or werehorses are what you may imagine the reverse of the centaur of Greek legends to be. We have the body of a man and the head of a horse. Think of werewolves for a closer example. Of course, some Digbalang forms have legs so long that crouching down will have their knees be higher than the head. That usually implies the age of the Digbalang, as well as how much respect they should receive, although that is one of the reasons why I have such a strained relationship with my brethren. Since I don't care for older authority figures, respect for me needs to be earned. I don't believe anyone is entitled to it by default. Among the legends of the human natives of the Philippines, the Digbalang have a reputation of tricking travelers in the mountains and jungles. They end up lost in the wilderness and return to civilization, idled by the experience. Part of the reason for this is for amusement, as well as a deterring and a warning for others not to come close to our domains. The Digbalong are renowned among all the races of the Philippines including even the spirits of the air, for their speed. In fact, we are so fast that many call our burst of movement teleportation. This is only partially true. When we desire to move to certain locations, we fold space and time around ourselves to access a higher level of reality and then leave it to arrive at the said location anytime time afterward. Researchers who study this realm call it the Infinite Circuit. Which is an aspect of the spiritual realm? This power, the blink, is supposedly given to us by our god ancestor as a trait, but the ability requires training and focus at a young age in order to master it, since access must be brief, lest they lose themselves in the intensity of a higher existence and return to the physical realm greatly enfeebled or near death. It is one of the reasons that we can only traverse with a blink through a limited distance. It is also because a Dybalang must visualize where exactly he will teleport to, lest he ends up fused to a floor or a wall. As a dibalang becomes older, they can traverse greater distances. The oldest of our tribes have the potential to blink to the other side of the world almost instantaneously as long as they visualize the location of the destination. One of the reasons the young and bold among us have a tendency to steal postcards is to attempt to traverse to that location. It is not because they want to go there, but rather, to prove that they can. Elder Tikpalang also develop eidetic memories which allows them to remember more effectively the exact details of what they had seen, especially locations, so they old remember more than the young. That would be the only thing I could really give them credit for. Our people are divided into multiple tribes led by chieftains, or Datu as some call it, who govern, the shamans who deal in elder magic and even the sciences, and the storytellers who pass down the stories of our people from generation to generation. Such stories are closely guarded. They are harder to obtain than a sarangay's jewels, not only such stories not easily given, they are stories that don't follow linear or progressive structure. The three-act format does not apply here. A human that listens to such stories would not understand which part is the beginning or which part is the end. They would not even understand the themes of the story. It is also an oral tradition and it is extremely difficult for a human to record them in writing or even with audiovisual devices. I think a popular example for humans that fits what kind of story Digbalan tells you would be to look to Christopher Nolan, Memento, Tenet, or Inception are pretty good flicks for my brethren. But we still criticize him for being too clinical and not flurry with the presentation. Some of my people made rumors that he is a Iqbalan in disguise that tries to export art style to the greater mainstream as we are also shapeshifters. I say give humans at least some credit for coming up with their stories as good as they can try. Though after I read James Joyce's later works, I think he is more Tikbalang than Nolan. Unlike Aswang, we do not harm humans, but we don't think much of them either. We keep to ourselves, staying as guardians of enclaves of many elemental spirits and beings, Though some of us live among humanity or other races, blending away from the affairs of their home tribes, many of my kind think humanity is an ignorant race, despite their accomplishments. They see them as reckless and not understanding the greater natures beyond the physical world. My elders accuse them of trying to mold the world around them to suit their needs rather than understand that flowing with the world is essential to balance living. It doesn't help that humans try to enslave Digbalang by reaching for our greatest vulnerability. We have three gold strands of hair in our mane. If someone successfully steals the strands and makes a talisman, the Digbalang becomes compelled to obey the thief. And this can only be done if the Digbalang are in their werehorse form. Don't get any smart ideas about stealing any golden hairs of mine for that matter. Once, someone tried, and I caved in their face with my hooved feet. Don't do it if you want to keep your face. The Digbalang people also have complicated relationships with the idea of family. We are solely male. There is no Lady Digbalang anywhere because of our nature of our creation. However, there are variants that are counterparts like the Angitai, basically female centaurs, while we usually procreate with the Angatai, we can also transfer our genes to females of other races. doesn't even have to be human. Could be Encanto or anyone else, but the humans are more preferred due to them being more simple to deal with. The female must also be aware that their mate is a Tikbalang and agrees to mate with them. This is easier on all of us because having them not know leads to more complicated bullshit. This is enforced by the elders, and before you fucking think about it, we are inhuman fun when we do, but sometimes people are perverts, eh. I mean, there was one time when I had this one woman, and she wanted me to go, and I was like, okay, sure, you're very kinky about that, but I suppose I must pleasure my woman. My people have complicated origins. Some nationalist Balang claim they are descendants from cross among the Tiwata to assert that they are fully true native. In true, it is for a way to legitimize their claim for land. Despite what many of our people say, cryptozoologists whose sources have been corroborated by our own shamans and storytellers make the claim that the are not native to the Philippines at all. The oldest of our storytellers claim that our bloodline and legacy goes back beyond islands to the Southeast Asian mainland and even the Indian subcontinent. There are factions among the tribes say that Hayagriva, one of the avatars to the Hindu God, Vishnu the Preserver, is our true ancestor. They claim all of the werehorse people migrated in history as attendants to the Avatar across Southeast Asia before making their final home in the archipelago. The only reason we're not Hindus is that the Rikbalang are by nature, as I mentioned, very prideful. They recognize the existence of gods but do not believe in the concept of worship. They do not like the idea of bending over backwards to any being. Though we still recognize their power and will not dispute it. Yeah, we are proud, but not stupid. Throughout history, we were wise enough to avoid confrontations with humans, including the Spanish colonizers. But we still have our rivals, such as the Dallanquentnol, a group of Encanto that care more of their own status than anything else. The up there in terms of proud people like us, skirmishes often happen between us and them. Though that all changed when the Americans came to the Philippines and cast the Spanish out. We had to pick a side at the time since the Darren Kenton of Beringan sided with the Americans. The Filipinos wanted a free country of their own, the Americans wanted a colony, and Beringan had their strange agenda that even the werehorse tribes could only speculate about. It was our first official war on a large scale, and it would happen again as all of the Philippines rose against the Japanese during World War II. We avoided conflict for decades after the Second World War's end. When Pinnacle came to the Philippines, we already knew what was going to happen. We were fast to migrate to the cities even if it was at risk. By the time many non-humans were under assault by the Great Purge of the Archipelago, many of us left the wilderness in a swift exodus. Yes, it was a blow to our people to see our old homes destroyed. But we knew we had to play the long game. Dying in a last stand is more humiliating, because even if we stood our ground, we would have lost the land anyway, as well as die. So in our strategy, we colluded with the government to keep things under control. Since the Aswang gangs became a problem, we tried to help maintain order as we can. But many of the elders and chieftains have their plans to subvert the power of Binnacle or its brother companies. The arms dealing nadir and the real estate based horizon, which were merely subsidiaries to Abraxas, the most powerful conglomerate in the world as of now. But as much as they like to plan, I don't care for it. It has been years since Abraxas sank its teeth in this land. My people may not give a shit about humanity, but allowing Abraxas tendrils to run their course is a bad idea. My father and the Elders think I am rash and reckless, but we have planned for long enough. I know they call me a maverick, a rebel, an aifol. Maybe I am, but in a spirit of pride, I take my fight to my force, and hopefully I will have comrades in arms by my side as things escalate. The story continues as the future remains uncertain, for when tyrants take away everything... Pride is all we have left.